We're going to welcome, we've got a very special Father's Day panel this morning, which is going to be fun. So what we're going to do, we're going to first invite um, our, our host, if you like, Sam, come on up here. He's our host. And um, we're also going to invite three amazing fathers uh, in, in this place, in this house, um, who we're going to hear from. So why don't we welcome... Jono Adams, here he comes. We're going to welcome Steve Cook, Stephen Cook, and Scott Slingo. These these amazing men are, are, were brave enough to um, say, "Yeah, I'll do that." Unknowingly, or not sure what they were getting their hands there, there get themselves into. But who's looking forward to it? Give them a hand. Thanks, Sam. Over to you. Testing, testing. How are we, guys? What a morning it is today. Happy Father's Day. Um, such a special little situation we've got here. Um, but before we get started, um, I just wanted to tell you guys that last night I actually had a dream. What's funny about that? <laughs> and I was actually, I was a car muffler. Yeah, I woke up exhausted. <laughs> Thanks for coming, guys. That's it. <laughs> All right, that's an Aaron Ryan special right there, actually. Yeah, sorry, guys, I couldn't help myself. Um, yeah, all right, so on that note, um, guys, welcome. Thanks for being a part of this. Thanks for putting your hand up. Um, and we just want to um, get these guys' wisdom and these guys' experience of um, being a, a dad. And um, we've got some questions to ask them. And, um, and yeah, so excited to hear what you have for us. Anyways, let's start her off on the back of that dad joke. Hit us with your best dad joke. Testing. Um, well, I like to take full advantage of making dad jokes, but I'm more of an impromptu person, so whenever Love it. the time arises, um, I just take full advantage, so unfortunately I don't have a dad joke, so I'll pass that right along. <laughs> um, I've got a good one. Um, it's an oldie, but um, it is, what do you call a deer with no eyes? No idea. Love it. Beauty. There's what, beauty in the simplicity. What do you call a deer with no eyes and no legs? Still no idea. Even better. The gift that keeps on giving. Wow. Now, the, 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 the success of a dad joke is not in laughing, but it's... Oh, right. Oh, dad, right. So, did you know the other week I found out that I was colourblind? The news just came out of the orange. <laughs> Great success. <laughs> awesome. So good. I want to say I got it. But, yeah, let's clarify it. Let's well, they used to say that it came out of the blue. The news came out of the blue. Came out of the orange. Uh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. I'd, 
Yeah. I don't know if that's the best dad joke I've heard or the worst. It's, it's, but it's, yeah, one of them. It is what it is. Awesome. All right, guys, relax now. We want to get serious. No, we're going we're gonna, to um, hit you with a new question here. What impact did first become a, becoming a father have on you? Cool, I can go first. Um, I was probably the most recent to have that experience. So, um, yeah, it was just the sort of the build-up um, up to the birth was pretty amazing experience like no other. But And I guess just makes me really proud of Emma and just how God's created, like, yeah, women. It's just amazing. Um, but, the yeah, seeing Madeline for the first time, um, just a roller coaster of emotions, sort of just really amazed. And, um, yeah, I think the love kind of grows because at first you're like, oh, my gosh, what's this baby? Like, like you've never seen them before and then you just see them. So, um, but, yeah, yeah, probably emotions I haven't felt um, before, like just the intensity of the emotions sort of, of, you know, the whole process and then having this reward at the end. Um, and just, yeah, yeah, have seeing like how, how much God loves you by giving you a gift that sort of fully, um, you can fully relate to them because they look like you and, and that kind of thing, but they're so unique, like no one's ever been like them before. So I think it's just amazing, yeah. Yeah. Love it. Look, I have to agree. I think that the um, creation and pregnancy and birth is an amazing, amazing thing for women to go through and to provide life. And it's it's pretty awesome to be part of that process um, and to witness it and partner with our wives. I really enjoyed that. But becoming a father had a profound impact on me, um, mostly... Uh, understanding what it meant to be truly tired for the first time in my life um, and it's 16 years into it now and I'm still tired so maybe when I'm dead I don't know. Uh, um, when four kids I was carefree, I um, was self-centered, spontaneous, I, I kind of lived for me and I did what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it on my timeline and then when we brought Imogen home from the hospital on that very first day, the reality hit me that that all changed. That um, this little beautiful girl was totally relying on Linda and I to, to provide for her, to raise her, to clothe her, feed her, teach her. And that was, that's an amazing gift um, to be given. And it's a responsibility that I take very seriously. And I've enjoyed... The process, the ups and the downs. Awesome. Uh, two very um, significant emotional impacts. The moment I held Taylor for the first time, it was it's 27 years ago this month, I have never experienced love like it. Uh, to look at a, a baby that has neither done anything really except just turn up, <laughs> really. And yet there is this love for this baby that is undescribable. It, it is undescribable. 
Um, I still get teary thinking about it now. Um, and immediately after that euphoria, the second wave hit, which is, oh my gosh, what am I doing here? <laughs> I am not equipped. I am in, incapable of raising this child. And the gravity of the situation hit uh, really quite quickly. But out of the two, it was the overwhelming love for, for, for this little child that hadn't done anything to earn the love. It was the fact that it was mine, my child. And um, I, I got a good insight into how God thinks about us with that, with that particular moment. Um, it was called grace. So good. Can I, I feel like... Can I just tack something on to the end of that? Real quick, um, just a funny story that when I f- when we first had Madeline, um, we got to take her home, which was weird, like because like you were saying, like the responsibility, and you're like, I don't know how to be a dad, kind of thing. Um, but then putting her in the car seat for the first trip home, you know, tucked her in, made sure the seatbelt was on three times, um, and then driving off, and then you keep checking the little baby rearview mirror, and then it, we went through patch where there was a lot of trees and I look back and she was just gone and I'm just like oh my gosh she's been raptured already and we haven't even had had her for two minutes and then I quickly realized that it was just the shadow and you know I still had a chance to be a dad so (laughs) so good driving home from the hospital six kilometers an hour like precious cargo there's this crazy person right up right up the back of us Darling, they're like 50 metres behind us. Get away. <laughs> Psycho. A ba- newborn baby in here. There's a lion to budgie boy, like, behind <laughs> All great responses. I feel like we, like, the dads here can really relate to those. I know that I could. Um, awesome. All right. Let's hit you with the next one. How did becoming a father help you appreciate your own father more? Yeah, I think, um, yeah, it's sort of, yeah, once you start experiencing being a father and a parent, then you then you start thinking back to times when you were young. Um, and, yeah, like when we had some, some dad time, when mum was at work, we'd have, you know, peanut butter sandwiches before T-ball and... Um, and then we'd also go to the car wash and and Dad would get us Skittles and sometimes maybe Slurpees while we're waiting. And, um, yeah, and then that's probably, I think, the way to my heart's probably through food. Because And then on Sunday nights after night church, we'd go to Johnny's Pizza. Um, so Dad just knew how to make it fun, even though, you know, life was, you know, probably stressful with kids. So, um, yeah, I think that really stands out. Just there was, I had such a good time. Um, and yeah, just thankful for the yeah for the amazing parents I had. So yeah, just you know understanding what pressures come about, and then understanding how amazing you feel having great parents. So yeah, really appreciated. Um, so look. That's a pretty hard question for me to answer. So for people who don't know, I was raised on a yacht um, and 
my father went missing when I was six years old and got lost at sea and they never recovered his body. So there was always this unanswered question as to whether or not he was actually gone or if he was on a deserted island or something like that. Um, it was pretty traumatic for me, um, that whole experience. And I blocked out all of my early childhood years. Um, probably, I don't remember anything before six. And I don't remember my dad at all. Um, I've seen photos of him and I've heard stories about what people have told me. But I just, yeah, I never had a father figure. My mum worked full time. I was the youngest of three boys. She tried the best she could, but... I didn't have any family around or anything like that. So I never really knew what it was like to, to have a father. Um, now that I've become a father, I understand and appreciate the awesome responsibility that I've been given, the privilege that it is to be a father. Um, and, you know, I cherish every moment that I have with them. Life is short. They're going to grow up quick and you never know what life has in store for you so I've kind of always lived and tried to be a father with that in mind I think it's made me a better father um, as far as with my faith it does make it a little bit hard because I don't know what a father looks like God Abba the father just seems a little bit foreign but I'm now 45 and you know I'm starting to really feel um, the Holy Spirit work in my heart and um, I'm starting to view God as the Father and that he's my dad and that's it's been a pretty amazing journey. So, yeah, that's awesome. Come on, man. That's awesome. <laughs> thanks for sharing that, bro. That's that's really cool. Like, Thanks for being vulnerable with us. I used to give my father fathering tips when I was a teenager. <laughs> Um, <laughs> we had an interesting relationship and um, yeah. yeah I could certainly tell him where he went wrong as a father and I did um, and as soon as I became a dad the realisation hit me that we're all imperfect and um, out of that I realised that I had different imperfections to my father and I had different strengths to my father and I actually started to really appreciate him because he was doing the best he could with who he was and what he knew. And I think for me, my relationship with my dad who's 73 now is absolutely awesome. Um, God's healed relationships there. Um, what it taught me to do, I think, was to not spend time looking at people's weaknesses, but look at time at embracing, enjoying and rejoicing in people's strengths. And I think that's a lot better way to live. It's yeah. awesome. So good. All right. What is the greatest challenge that you have faced being a father? That's a big question. Um... I think probably what stands out the most is like when your kids are like in pain or or hurt or something like that and you just want to do everything you can to take it away um, and that 
I think that's probably the yeah the biggest challenge besides I guess um, you know not exactly knowing what to do besides from the parent amazing parenting course we did um, but in the moment not knowing what to do and just kind of thinking back oh what's that what you meant to do so that, that that was challenging but I think yeah not being able to take away their pain when they're they're in pain but but then just teaching them that you know God's the answer and just praying for them and amazing like times where I've prayed for Madeline and then like yeah pain has just gone or, or she's gone off to sleep or something like that and I'm just like wow thanks God like yeah just sort of really encouraging through the process too so but that I think that that's probably the biggest challenge I've had so far I um I found being a dad of young children pretty pretty straightforward pretty natural um just hands-on get in there love them be there for them um being the father of two teenage daughters in a digital world that's a different challenge so um so I'm I'm a late Gen Xer so that means I'm both analog and digital and so I understand all the um social media etc but um I think that the way the sexualization of our teenage girls, young teenage girls, and the way social media is comes straight into the house, into their rooms, um, and it's behind closed doors, it's very secretive, um, and they're getting um, bombarded with uh, body image, um, materialistic lifestyle, and just how narcissism is actually a positive attribute to have because it's all about me it's not about giving back it's not about being thoughtful or generous it's all it's all about me 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 and and that's I'm still in the middle of negotiating that as we speak so um that's (laughs) definitely the big challenge so I'll um I'll talk to you in five years time and let you know how I went (laughs) yeah there's no manual for that one as I look back, the most challenging times I had as a father was when Catherine spent ex- extended times of period away from home. <laughs> when I was given the responsibility of looking after the kids on my own. That was an eye-opener. That was really an eye-opener. But there was one season, all jokes aside, one season in which my youngest daughter went through a horrific time about mm, seven or eight years ago. It was a a very, very heavy time in her life. Uh, Demonic attacks and it went on for some time. Um, For me as a father, the the hardest thing to... The the position you never want to be in as a dad is that you don't know what to do. Because for us, our job is to protect. And when we're in a situation in an extended period of time where you don't have the answers to the problem, there is, there is no worse a feeling as a father than that, to, to know that you're sitting there, standing there, watching something happening, and you have very little control over that. That's, that's a horrendous thing to experience, but I thank God that behind every father, there's a heavenly father that is in control. He's the deliverer, he's the one who sets free, and that's what he did with my daughter. And the learning for me in that process was, 
I've got your back, Scott. And that's who our father is. Come on. So good. We've got some more questions to keep going, but let's give these guys a hand while they're gone. They're doing some great, you know, some doozies in there. But I can definitely relate to, um, you know, Steph being away for a little bits of time and, you know, we're looking at putting Bluey on, getting McDonald's, and the moment she pulls up into the driveway, it all goes off and puts in the bin <laughs> and we're down playing like, I've been the best dad the whole time and nothing's changed. Oh, God loves Bluey. Um, Louis, sorry, Louis. Let's keep those dad jokes going. All right. <clears throat> All right. What do you think has been your greatest strength as a father? Yeah, um, yeah I think for me, greatest strength is just having Holy Spirit there. Like, and as well as, you know, having the amazing parenting course that's taught us so much and um, taught us, you know, the, the framework f um, and how to raise kids. And um, also, like I was sharing before, having amazing parents show me um, how to be a good parent. Um, but I think, yeah, most of all, having Holy Spirit there, like when you're not sure what to do, just praying about it um, in the moment and and seeing what he sort of impresses you, puts an impression on you to do. Um, yeah, so I, f I feel like fatherhood so far has been re relatively easy because of that. Um, don't want to say that too soon, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think Holy Spirit for sure. Yeah. Um, I think my greatest strength as a father is that I've just been present. Um, and I've been committed to being present, being there, being available, um, always willing to give of my time to, to listen to them when they want to talk, to play Barbies and, you know, play in the backyard and, and watch lots of rom-coms and girly movies. Um, I've seen them all, I promise you. Um, and, yeah, so that's, that's basically what I do. I've, I'm also, I think, on the nice balance between firm and without being authoritarian but then also gentle and understanding so um, that's definitely something I'm good at and um, yeah and and look being the spiritual head of the house um, is also something that's critically important um, putting God first and uh, just making sure that I can um, impart wisdom and knowledge onto um onto our girls awesome great answer my singing <laughs> my cooking and my dad jokes particularly strong in those areas particularly strong um did i say that i'm strong in those areas yeah give us a song scott yeah come on uh, the the laryngitis has kicked in this morning <laughs> Uh, I actually asked my two daughters, what are my strengths? What do you think my strengths are? Because I was sort of working through a few. And um, my daughters basically, collectively, in a roundabout sort of way, said, um, your pastoral heart and your, your ability to equip us to face what we need to face in society. Um, 
And I, and I said, I said that's, that's incredible that you said that. That's very perceptive. Um, and, uh, so, so I think um, I, I would like to, I, I'd like them to speak on my behalf there because at the end of the day I can think what I like about myself but um, they're on the end of it. So if they said that they like my pastoral heart and my equipping techniques to help them navigate this crazy world we live in, well, I'm, I'm good with that. So good. Is Cara around? Oh, Josh. Yeah. We need a new singer. Scott Slinger. He wants to be on the band. Uh, he's got tickets on himself. <laughs> Always looking for new singers. <laughs> awesome. All right. Now, next question. How has your role changed or how do you see your role changing as your children grow up? Yeah, um, I guess I've probably got obviously the least amount of foresight for that. Um, but I think, yeah, just navigating um, the discipline sort of thing. and, and Spare the rod, spoil the child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'll, I'll. <laughs> um, and I think, yeah, hearing about having teenage girls. Um, so that's, yeah, definitely in my mind, probably the, the next biggest challenge um, and how, yeah, you know, bringing knowledge around that kind of thing is going to be the next sort of challenge. Um, but, yeah, I don't know too much more about changing, but, yeah, I think that's probably my two cents. Keep us posted. So, again, I have teenagers, which means that I... I'm no longer the rock star. The, um, my sphere of influence has basically diminished and I can no longer um, tell them what to think and then they just think it. Um, they now have their own thoughts and ideas and emotions and, um, about things and opinions and they uh, express that. And I, more, I feel that my job is to not crush that or right over the top of that, but to be, um, I guess, open and receptive, um, to be understanding that they're growing and maturing, that they are going to leave the nest um, and um, their friends will be critically important to them and I've just got to basically be there for them more as a mentor when they be willing to give advice when asked um, and just be patient and loving let them know that no matter what they do, I may not like them sometimes or what they've done, but I'll always love them and I'll always be there for them and um, yeah, support them through that. Uh, well, my two daughters are both in their 20s now, so we've probably gone to that next level. Uh, I've, I've um, been promoted to the consultant role in the family. Uh, as you get older, you take on a slightly different role. And, and each role is really exciting, to be honest. Like, it's, it's a beautiful part of life for them to be so dependent on you at the beginning. I also found teenagers, although they are going for independence, are really dependent upon parents in teenage years as well. But there does come a point where you have to let go and let go a bit. Um, 
I'm, I'm, I'm now cheering them on from the sidelines in that sense, um, encouraging them. And when they, when they ring for, for advice, uh, I don't charge them an hourly rate. Um, but I'm very happy to, to, to give advice. And the, the, most, the, the most beautiful thing about my relationship with my two girls now is the fact that um, they don't have to spend time with me. They don't have to. And yet they want to. And for me, um, that's, that's just a beautiful thing in life. And so I look at myself now as the consultant who's sitting on the sidelines and cheering them on and encouraging them all the way as they navigate their life with God, um, just like I did when I was growing up. So good. Awesome. All right. Now we're, we've come to the last question. Um, who's enjoyed this so far? It's been cool, right? Great, great nuggets of wisdom and um, just hearing about your lives has been really cool. All right, now, the last question. What is the best piece of fatherly advice you can give to help the other fathers? Yeah, okay. Um, I think, yeah, from my experience, just having that uh, knowledge going in, and if you don't have that knowledge going into it, then just, you know, researching a bit online. We've got so much... Um, yeah, good info out there. Um, but most of all, just, you know, listening out for what Holy Spirit's doing and and sort of trying to say to you in the in the moment and just praying about it um, is probably the best advice I can give. So, yeah. Um, my advice is um, put no one ahead of your wife apart from God. Um, if you <laughs> if you love God first and your wife and you treat her with respect, love, peace, patience, you know, all the fruits of the Spirit um, and treat her with respect and dignity, if you um, never undermine her, um, undermine her, sorry, and if you provide a united front, um, I think that's the best job you can do because... Our kids will um, choose husbands and wives um, based upon how our parents or their parents treat each other. So if I treat their mother well, then the girls will look for those same sort of qualities in men, hopefully, um, and um, for boys, how to treat women as well. So I think it's really important to, to, to do that, and that means you know, sport, friends, um, careers, they're all important, but you really need to be, if you're going to be the spiritual head of the house, you need to love your wives as Christ loved the church, and that's not negotiable. So I think you need to do that. Love it. It's great. What he said. (laughs) Plus, um, don't pursue perfection pursue authenticity as men Um, if you are pursuing the idea of being a perfect father you will never get there because there is no such thing but there is something special about an authentic authentic father Um, pursue authenticity with your walk with Jesus 
as the starting point of that. Um, learn to be real with God and let him be real with you. And that's, that's, that, that's the start of something very special. Um, because I think to be an authentic father, you've got to be an authentic son. And the journey of sonship is so important um, for all fathers. Um, I remember there were a couple of times uh, I had to be very authentic with my two girls. And it was humiliating. It was horrible. It was, it was very, very hard. But my daughters taught me a lesson. They're not looking for perfection. They're looking for relationship. They're looking for authenticity. And those moments where I had to be honest and open with them, their responses each time were incredible. There was forgiveness. There was acceptance. There was patience. There was understanding. And for me, I would much rather have an authentic relationship with my kids then pretend it to be perfect um, when in fact it's not. And so for fathers, you can take the pressure off yourselves. Um, pursue authentic authenticity, I think, is the most important thing you can do. Let's give it up for these guys. So good. Awesome. Who enjoyed that? That was so good. Who got something out of that? I know I did. That's, that's really cool words of advice. I... Um, them in the back pocket awesome well that's all we've got in terms of um the panel um yeah so yeah i think we've got um yeah we'll get brad to come up and yeah oh we've got a video cool all right well um guys let's give it up for these guys again And let's play that video. Uh, happy Father's Day to all our dads. This morning we're going to go around and ask people what they think is awesome about their dad. Let's go. Can you tell me what is awesome about your dad? Because he plays with me soccer. Anything else that you love about daddy? No. What is awesome about your dad? That he lets us go to the movies. And what kind of movies does he let you watch? Black Adam. Oh. Shazam. Uh, yeah. Indy, what is awesome about your dad? Um, he's like really kind and he helps me do things when, when times are hard. He helped me tidy up my playroom. Does he? So tidy dad. Go food, how many go? How many go food? Yeah. That help me make breakfast. What is awesome about your dad? He's really good at technology, and he encourages me a lot in some stuff. And also, he has some big guns. Big guns like arm muscles, right? Yeah, that type of guns. Oh yeah, yeah. Good. Just checking. Charlotte, what is awesome about your dad? Uh, he cooks for me and he's the best dad in the world. George, yeah. I hear you have some insightful things to say about your dad. What is awesome about your dad? What's awesome about my dad is that he's kind and he wears thongs all the time. Awesome, love a good pair of thongs. 
What is awesome about your dad? I love my dad's humour because I always he always makes me laugh and um, he's a really good hugger as well. So yeah. Nice. What about you, Liv? One thing I love about my dad is so he has a really lovely heart for everybody, and he is a heart of service for everybody he meets. So Joel, what is awesome about your dad? What's awesome about my dad? My dad is a great listener. He's a great encourager and I really love him a lot. He's, he's always got time for me. What is awesome about your dad? I love coming home from work to his quirky dance moves. And I love his cringy dad jokes. Danny Boo, what is awesome about your dad? Uh, yeah, it'd be his godly wisdom and his funny sense of humour. It's something else. <laughs> it is, I can attest to that. What is awesome about your dad? Um, I love how he lives on the coast now and he's, I love watching him praise and worship God and he's just so much fun to be around and he just, yeah, he's just heaps of fun. What is awesome about your dad? I love my dad. He's, um, I'd have to say the thing that I love most about my dad and what's awesome about him is, is he, he's actually like the father of fathers. He's everything that a father should be and everything a father needs to be. Um, the care and love that he has for you know, us as a family and obviously the, the church as a family is, is uh, second to none. So yeah, my dad's awesome. Can you say to this fluffy thing, say, I love you, Daddy? Say, I love you, Daddy. Say, I love you, Dad. Who's your dad? Quick, Dad's on the phone, Maddie. And can you say, I love you, Dad? What are your top ten favourite things about your father? Top ten, go. Okay, say it, let's go. Say, I love you, Dad. Say, I love you, Daddy. It's for the video for Daddy. Dave can show you on the camera. Who's your dad? Do you love your dad? Is your father Samuel Tate? Can you say, my dad is the best? Happy Father's Day and I love cuddling you. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, Dad. Happy Father's Day. 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 We love you. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, Dad. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, Dads. We hope that you enjoyed all the messages from our church family. Have a blessed day. Love you. Hands up if you're crying. Come on now. <laughs> How beautiful is that? Well, my job now is to usher all the kids down the front. Quick, guys. One, two, three, go. 
What are we here for? And can all the dads stand up, please? And when you get your special treat, could you please sit down so we know we've blessed you? Thank you. Go, guys. Is there any dads in the house that has not got a gift yet? Michael, did you stay standing up? Oh, you've got one. I should have known. Any other dads? Everyone's got a gift. That's important. Did I get one? All right. You all feel blessed? I've, I've actually got one. But now I've got two. Thank you very much. All right. Just got a few words to to finish off this morning. Um, did I say, have you been blessed? Yeah. We're looking forward to the grazing table out there for the dads. Put your hands together for all the ladies that brought, brought, brought the food in. <laughs> Wonderful stuff. We've got a great church, don't we? So we've been celebrating Father's Day, as we know. Um, I just want to say, God is the Father of fatherhood. Ephesians 3 in the Amplified Bible says this, For this reason, seeing the greatness of this plan by which you are built together in Christ, I bow my knees before the Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, for whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that Father from whom all fatherhood takes its title and derives its name. Jesus was not only baptised by the Father, but he was also affirmed and empowered by hearing these words. This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Or in our language, we could just say, well done, Son. You'll notice on the back of your... The fathers on the back of your cards there, on the gift tags, it says, well done, Dad. But you know, many men have never heard the words, well done, from their own fathers. Some have lost their fathers in their younger years. Some have not heard those words simply because their own fathers had never heard it themselves. Or maybe words of encouragement were not a part of the culture that they grew up in. Some men grew up like broken soldiers whose well-dones were locked up inside of them and to be expressed would be a, a sign of weakness. When our Heavenly Father affirms us, it releases our potential it is an empowering experience. The empowerment of God is released, enabling boys to become men, mighty men, valiant men. Thank you, Jesus. The Father says to you today, well done. I encourage the whole church to receive the Father's pleasure this morning and receive this blessing. You are my beloved sons and daughters in whom I am well pleased. Lord, I bless this household of faith. I thank you 
for the power to bless. We choose to be on the mountain of blessing and I declare the blessing of the Lord over your church. I thank you for this church, for its place in the community. We bless this city and, we may, and may we be a light here. Whatever we do, let us express the love of Christ. Let the power of the blessing come through our mouths this week, on the job, in our families and with our friends. Let our hands be instruments of blessing and our mouths be life. We thank you for the gift of God you gave, given us. Sorry, I'll read that again. We thank you for the gift of God you gave, have given us to bless others. In Jesus' name, amen. Be blessed, church. Dads, be blessed. I hope your day, um, it's already started well, so I hope it continues. And if you're spending time with your families, treasure it. Amen. We heard some fantastic words of wisdom from the panel. I love Scott Slinger's, Slinger's humility. Not so much his jokes. I just want to know why no one asked me if I had a joke. Because it just so happens. I don't have one. Because my wife just gave me that look, you know. My gold nugget of wisdom... Always obey your wife. So with that, thank you. It has been a wonderful day. Have we got anything else? We, we'll pray. As usual, we always love to pray for you. If you have anything uh, you would like us to agree with you on, come up and our leaders will uh, be more than happy to do that. Otherwise, enjoy. We've got free coffee. I think we've said this already, but free coffee for all the dads. The grazing table is for fathers only if that's okay. Um, But the cafe, uh, Hebrews, is still open if you want to buy lunch and so forth. All right, so um, have a fantastic time. Amen.